You're listening to Western Oklahoma Sports here on Google and Apple Podcasts. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog. With me today is our special guest, Oklahoma Sooners defensive end Ethan Downs, and he's also a former Weatherford Eagle. Ethan, thanks for being in studio here with me. Hey, thank you, man. Uh, so much to get into here in our short time together, but I uh, just want to thank you again for making it in. I know you've got a lot of stuff going on uh, here of late in the uh, city of Weatherford, and uh, how's that going for you as far as uh, as you know? I see some merch dropping, and some do you do you young guys call it drip? Is that what it I, is? Or it can be. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, you know it's it's so interesting to follow you on social media because like. Uh, several several merchandisers here in the in western oklahoma they've they've really uh they've really taken to uh your name image likeness and we'll talk some nil stuff later but cool. uh, how's that feel it's nice it shows a lot of community and support people around here that maybe i uh, didn't have a big relationship in high school with you know uh able to reach out and see more of the community uh help grow and see how passionate people are not only about football but about uh, supporting me and people, you know, loved ones, people I know. So it's all been really, really cool. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk a lot of stuff here today. I will say this: I've I've met your dad, Nate, and uh, he talked me into going and buying some Hey Dudes. So that was that was pretty cool. I got me some too. I, I like those yeah. pretty well. Not to be dropping name brands here on the <laughs> podcast, but uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and get into it, Ethan. And I tell you, and. Pardon me if I slip up and call you Nate because uh, I, I I I have done that in the past in conversation, but I'll make sure to try not to do it today. Uh, big season upcoming. You're you're about to start fall camp here uh, in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about your outlook on this upcoming season for the Oklahoma Sooners and and you as a player. I think as a whole, we're very excited. I think we are under the radar of everybody's expectations right now because nobody knows what to expect with Coach Venables. Um, Pretty much new defense, new offense, new staff, even new players. It's all kind of up in the air to try to try to bet on whether they're going to be a great team or, or a bad team. So we're just under the radar right now. And I think we're very fired up. There's more energy than, than we've had. You know, I've been there a year and a half yeah and last year doesn't compare to how this year went in my opinion this summer the, the work ethic the confidence the growth the chemistry between the players and the coaches it's just a different level different people different culture I don't know if that's going to make us a better team but I'm saying the culture makes everybody happier already so I feel like if you're happier you can play harder you can enjoy the game more and that's what we're going to do we're going to enjoy the game and fly around and try to be dangerous so I'm excited the team's excited personally I've grown a lot you know I feel like I've matured a lot uh, emotionally physically mentally all aspects uh, including my faith and where um, God, God's put me having having faith in all my actions doing it to my best for his glory and not worrying about what everybody expects yeah so it's good. Well, and some new position coaches in. I know that uh, I've heard your your position coach, Coach Chavis, uh, talk mm. about you personally at times. And then, uh, you know, you represented the school at Big 12 Media Days. Talk about your uh, new position coach there. 
Coach Chavis, he's from Clemson, and he that's his alma mater, played up there, went to the NFL, came back to coach there at Clemson, and he has a wonderful family, and he's talking to his wife you know, in the decision to come to OU, and he's like, man, you know, I'm pinched in between my alma mater and Oklahoma, but he said when Venables left, he didn't have a choice. That was his guy. So, yeah, him, Coach Bates, and Coach Venables, they call them the trio. And it's cool just to see the trio work together uh, among the other coaches, to see their chemistry and how they hold each other accountable. That doesn't mean they're all best friends. That means they're super tight. They trust each other. And they're even willing to get onto each other, hold each other accountable. And if coaches are willing to do that, you know, how, how, how does that show us players you know, giving us giving us an example of what we can do with our teammates. So we're Definitely. really around great people all the time. All right. Well, and to backtrack just a little bit, and I, I I'm going to do my best to stay on topic and not jump around too bad. Um, talk to me about what was going through your mind right after Bedlam last year when when the announcement was made that your former coach uh, Lincoln Riley was was going to take the job at Southern Cal. It was kind of a haze kind of blurry um I honestly didn't know him too well coach Riley just he was an offensive coach hung out the quarterbacks a lot I was a freshman defensive end just didn't have a whole lot of contact with the coach um but I know if he left everybody is going so it was hard to say bye to a lot of the coaches because still built relationships with them trusted them for a year like family and now they are off, you know, to to rededicate somewhere else. So it wasn't, it wasn't like God oh, hate them for leaving me. It was just okay, you know, you're trying to make more money somewhere else. Go go do your thing. Yeah, just Coach crazy. Thibodeau was your position coach. He was the D line coach, uh, more specifically Jamar Kane. Oh, was Jamar Kane, defensive okay. end coach, and he's at LSU now. Yeah, so some some topsy-turvy days there and i know ou fans were were yeah. constantly hitting the reset button on twitter to find out uh tell me about your feeling when you heard the announcement that coach venables was coming back to where he had been before so honestly i didn't know much about coach venables i heard he's a great you know defensive coordinator one of the best minds in football but i didn't know his character i didn't know what he looked like I had no idea where he was from. I just I didn't know. So him coming in has brought a lot of tradition back into the, the culture of OU. And the standard applies to serving your family, your brothers, uh, sticking with it. And he's brought in a lot of previous players who have told stories about Smitty and stories about Venables and stories about experiences at OU and what it means and what the what the OU DNA was and why it's got to come back yeah. and why you can't just talk about it but where that chemistry has to be at so getting to know Coach Venables has been awesome because I've not, I'm not only like like a fan trying to learn about my coach but also a player trying to be mentored by him as well so I'm getting all all angles and it's really really cool. Well, and you uh, broke the bubble on Coach Schmitty, so let's go ahead and get into that. <laughs> Summer workouts with him, uh, what do they call it, getting intimate with Coach Schmitty Schmitt or getting intimate, <laughs> something like that I hear on social media. Uh, Jerry Schmidt, he came in in 99 and, 
And I think by all accounts and, and me watching those teams really made a turnaround. Then he went to Texas A&M. So what has been the, uh, what has been the emphasis from him as you guys trained during the summer? I think heart and mindset has been the biggest emphasis. Picking up your teammates, not leaving anybody behind. Every rep, you slip up, you go back and do over. Every time you don't touch the line, you fail on your teammates, you got to start over. It's the little details that matter most with Coach Schmitty and his strength staff. You know, you do everything right. You do the correct weight. You you hit the right times. Uh, you keep pushing yourself and your teammates. And it's just like the, the little reminders. Like if we're doing a conditioning day, Coach Dobson, he's from Nebraska, I believe, he'll come up to me and say, you know, Ethan, you know, why? Why are you panicking? Why are you, you know, bending over trying to catch your breath? He said, man, you've been running your whole life. Since you were a little kid, you've been running. So why can't you run now? And it's just that simple unlock. It's like, oh, yeah, I, why am I stressing so much? I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. So even when you put it like that, weight weight doesn't feel as heavy. Your running doesn't feel as hard. Um, you start to enjoy it and have fun with it and understand it doesn't last forever. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of love that comes, comes with Coach Smitty. You know, everybody, everybody creates this bubble around him that's man he must be terrifying and yeah I, but you had to have seen the social media posts I, from former players yeah I, that were I the first ter- day of workouts i saw the i saw the social media you had to see it too i was personally terrified and i heard <laughs> one time we were in the indoor stadium uh the everest training center at ou and we were doing a, a workout what we call skills and drills as just working positionally different techniques and things with our other players and I see, I I hear that Coach Smitty's in the building. So I'm looking around. I'm where, where's he at? Where's he at? I'm I'm not even playing. I was, I was uh, kind of scared. And I, <laughs> I see guys pointing over to this small man, <laughs> who has <laughs> light hair, yeah. and he's stocky, but he's standing next to a coach who's also been at OU for a long time, Coach Scott Kolak. He's standing next to Scotty. Uh, who I go to church with, and Scotty's a bigger dude, not not our size as players, but he's a bigger dude. And I see Smitty beside him, and Smitty looks tiny, and I'm like, what? That can't be him. But then I wasn't, like, less scared. I was more terrified now that he <laughs> – <laughs> I was like, how can he have that reputation yeah. and be that size? But, no, he's really not he's, – he's not a midget or, yeah. or super small, but he – uh he has a heart that far outreaches his size, his sure. outward appearance. He's got a quite a reputation in, yes. in the uh, strength and fitness. And I think looking at that Texas A&M defense last year, uh, just what I saw, I mean, it looked like there was a market improvement over mm-hmm. the years that he was there. So uh, we're looking forward to that. I know OU fans uh, didn't uh, – maybe in, in a bit of disdain or a little bit of jilted uh, feelings uh, have – poked a little fun at the former uh, strength and condition guy, but I'm sure he had his own uh, techniques and things like that. I won't put you on the hook to say anything (laughs) about that. But um, we're visiting with Ethan Downs, Oklahoma Sooners redshirt freshman defensive end. You – you you burned your red shirt. Well, you're not. You're just sophomore. You burned your red true, shirt true last year, so yeah, you're no true sophomore. Shirt. And uh, a lot of playing time last year. Several highlights that you made. Uh, real quick, 
just talk about playing in the uh, in the bowl game for the Sooners. That was fun getting to play Oregon uh, down in San Antonio. It was fun during the whole week to get to hang out with the teammates. Uh, they gave us a little spending money, just go around a big mall down there, We'd get on the river walk. It was exciting. Had and you ever been to San Antonio before? I believe I have. Yeah. Yeah, with my family, but we didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. Just on the river walk a little bit, ate some dinner, and then uh, got out of there. But uh, we, we went to the Sky Needle or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We take the big elevator up to the mm-hmm. top, look around. All of San Antonio is pretty cool. But getting to play Oregon was a lot of fun. It was... It was it was taxing because we uh, we practiced on Christmas Day, and it was like a hundred degrees outside. (laughs) And I tell you, all the coaches were wearing hats and sunglasses on that day. It was funny, Um, but I getting to play them was it was a cool experience. Well, since you mentioned spending money, I'm going to go ahead and bring this up, and we'll get into it now. Uh, name, image, likeness. Yeah. You come into your collegiate career as name, image, likeness is just kind of getting started. Uh, obviously, as we've seen on social media, there's some things that you have going on. Uh, talk to me about uh, if it serves as any sort of distraction from what you're set to do as a player. Not unless you make it a distraction. I... You know, it, it's time-consuming. It, it requires a lot of attention. So, you know, even on this break, um, our break is currently from Wednesday to uh, Monday. You know, we go back to workouts Monday. So while being on break here in Weatherford, I've spent some time to work with NIO, you know, you know, uh, things around here. Yeah. Like I did a signing at Neighbors Shoe Store. I'm actually going up to the YMCA at 10 this morning to – doing an event up there and getting getting opportunities like that to try to connect to the community more, um, take advantage of the opportunities of NIL and help other businesses mutually grow as they also give back to me. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, and I know it was big for you guys to uh, be out at the Sayer Youth League camp last week. That was, that was, we covered that here uh, for Wright Radio. And, and I know there was a lot of great reports uh, coming from that. But I, I guess if I had to ask you a question to kind of put you on the spot, because that's what I get paid to do. Okay. Um, are there a percentage of players that you think could be distracted away from their primary focus with the NIL stuff? I think. Position-wise, if you're a really, really talented player, of course you're going to get more NIL attention. So quarterbacks coming in, like Dylan Gabriel, got a lot of attention, NIL and stuff, as he came in. And if you're mature with um, with, with the NIL opportunities and you represent the program well and you have good character, and if you ask a lot of questions, so if you ask for support from coaches – or from NFL players, you know, like previous OU players who play in the NFL currently or have in the past, like I said, are being brought back into OU, the culture, the tradition, and they're, they're reflecting on these on, on us college players um, and saying, hey, you know, this, this NIL stuff doesn't last forever. Take advantage of it. Yeah. But um, don't, you know, they always say make the main thing, keep the main thing the main thing. And – your NIL does not come unless you play good football. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always exciting to say, oh, I could make some money or I could 
I could get some merch, <laughs> like you said, drip. I could get some drip or <laughs> drip. something from. <laughs> I probably butchered that. So, <laughs> uh, well, and and another thing, you seem to be leading me right to where I want to go. So, good job today. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, Josh Norman, former OU Sooner, uh, yep. great wide receiver from that national championship team. Uh, they brought him in specifically to implement a program. I think is it called Soul. Soul Mission. Yeah, Soul Mission. Talk. Are, are you as players involved with that as well? Yeah, it's it's a program led by uh, four individuals. It's Josh Norman, previous player. Curtis Lofton, previous player, is a linebacker. Caleb Kelly is also a linebacker, previous player. Um, and then Ryan Young, he's from K State, okay. played in the NFL a little bit. He was a pastor, came back uh, to here to OU, or was invited here to OU to be a part of Soul Team. So Soul Mission is focused primarily on impacting players in ways that football cannot impact them. So we lo- they bring in lots of speakers and things to show us literary techniques or uh, budgeting or communication, things that, that can set us up for the future, like practice um, internships or, you know, job opportunities, getting to speak in front of uh um, you know, major um, positions in, in businesses yeah. and knowing how to approach them and how to contact them, all all that stuff. How to start your own business, how to manage time, you know, even the benefits of getting a counselor. And it also implements a service. Like through Soul Mission, a bunch of us guys uh, decided to go to Miami, Florida, we were originally going to go out of the country, but short notice, it was hard to get a bunch of um, airfares. Yeah, uh, just all the all the complications. Um, yeah. yeah, so we uh, we went to Miami, Florida, and down there we helped at an elementary school in a poverty-stricken area. Josh Norman had an old friend uh, who played football with him at OU, uh, who was down there in Miami, Florida. So we were able to help out there at an elementary school, painted the whole school mentored the kids uh, for a few days out of the week and it took the last two days or so to enjoy Miami. But, yeah, it was cool experiences like that that this, the sole mission offers to, to players. Outstanding. That's 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 great thing to hear, and uh, you, love, you love to see things like that. Um, conference realignment, you could be playing in the near future in the SEC. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on that? I think it's exciting as well. Now everybody says SEC is the big dog, the big dog conference, and they got the hardest teams. And I, I think every team could win or lose any given day. I know we are going into the SEC primarily because there's a lot of money in the SEC. It'll help with recruiting, you know, like the bigger schools do. And they have um, they play a lot of good football. Of course, there's different different techniques in football, different coaching styles, and I know if I get to play in the Big 12 and the SEC, I'm going to see a whole lot of uh, different play styles, different different coaching styles. And I'm going to be able, if I if I keep sticking to film and if I keep watching uh, and applying notes and things like that and taking advantage of the opportunities to learn from it, then I know it's just going to make me a better player. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said to myself, I, I think the SEC, the the times OU's gone against some of the SEC teams, has generally been when those teams have had a full month to prepare, and mm-hmm. if they had to face them regularly, 
I don't think there would be that much disparity in, in the outcomes. That's just my opinion. But, um, okay, we're visiting with Ethan Downs, uh, Oklahoma Sooner defensive end, sophomore defensive end, and former Weatherford Eagles. So let's talk real quick, and then I'll, I'll be getting you out of here real fast, I promise. Uh, your time at Weatherford, yeah. uh, Coach Roof was there as you played, and uh, we visited with Aiden Kelly the other day who played at Thomas, and, and he said y'all had been at school together at Weatherford up until – a certain point in time. time, yeah, middle yeah. school. I can only imagine if you two had been on the that same nice. defensive line, but he he did a great job at Thomas, uh, and you did a great job at Weatherford. Uh, talk to me about your time at Weatherford and and what it meant to be a Weatherford Eagle. So my freshman year is when Coach Roof came from Bethany and brought Coach Sauce and uh, other guys to try to change the culture in Weatherford, and he did a lot a lot of culture change. Um, everything from implementing Bible study groups to going out and hanging out as a team. And back in Weatherford, you know, football, high school days, I remember in the summertime, every Wednesday after after practice or workouts, we would go to Pizza Hut and go, go get wings. I don't know if they still do that or not, but it was just fun times like that. And after all the Friday night games, go to Jerry's and hang out till can't keep our eyes open anymore. <laughs> Um, can't do that anymore. No, they close it too. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that, but it brings back a lot of good memories. Yeah, you know, I don't want to make high school sound like it's just you know peaches and rainbows, but um, no, there's so many good memories, even through the most challenging times. Yeah, there was so many good memories that were made to um, to make lifelong friends. Um, and to and to grow and mature to to be where I'm at now. Well, I know they're uh, hoping to bounce back from from last season a bit, and uh, they're young, but I know they've got feel like uh, Coach Roof feels like they've got quite a bit of talent and some some players to get on there. Have you gone and talked to this year's upcoming squad at all since you've been home, or or has Coach Roof reached out to you? I came back not too long ago to to just be present during some some of the workouts and. Um, yeah, during the spring ball to help out with some of the players, you know, kind of work with the defensive ends a little bit and just joke around, have fun, uh, try to try to give little nuggets of encouragement to the players at different positions because I remember I felt like I played just about every position and uh, learned a lot of different techniques you know, at different positions, um, but primarily specialized in defensive end, which I was able to work with the DNs up here a little bit. And I say just for like two or three days. Yeah. But it's fun. It's nice that they listen to me and that they take that coaching from me and trust me to uh, to lead them the right way. And I'm glad the coaches also trust me to talk to the coaches and to not joke around or mess up practice. Yeah. So it's cool. Good deal. Uh, last question. Uh, eventually – whether it's after a long NFL career, you know, uh, you'll have life after football. What what will life after football look like for Ethan Downs? Well, I'm trying to get a degree to be a physical therapist, so through health and exercise sciences. And I'm going to be a mixture between a chiropractor and a masseur and, you know, physical therapy studies, kind of just be a specialized anatomy um I don't know what you'd call that, uh, like an orthopedic maybe. Is kinesiologist is that yeah. at all part of it? I, I have to get I have to get Me studied too. up on Me my too. phrases and terms. <laughs> Me too. Um, 
also, you know, I, I love sharing the good news uh, of the Bible and what it what it's taught me and how I can encourage others, lead them to Jesus. Um, that's, you know, I, I feel like I, even if I made all the money in the world or even if I went to the NFL or even if I accomplished all my personal dreams and goals, I still wouldn't have fulfillment if I didn't give people the good news of Jesus and what he's done in my life and what he's done, uh, what he's taught in the Bible. Yeah. So I, that's what I live for. That's what I, I want to show people, even if they don't believe me or yeah. even if, you know, they call me a hypocrite, which I often am. I Sometimes I... Uh, oh, I don't... I think you're a little too hard on yourself. Uh, your family is still here in Weatherford. Your dad, Nate, I've met him. Tell me about your other family members. Yeah. Um, I have an older brother named Cole, and he was in the Air Force for a while. And I have a little brother named Luke. He was a tumbling national champion, and he's playing football and running track and stuff now. Yeah, they were both athletes and both still going at it. Um yeah, they're doing well. Excellent. And uh, I called Weatherford Basketball last year for the boys and girls, and uh, one of your classmates, Carter Lee, was my uh, co-host on the state tournament. And awesome. uh, he always had good things to say about you. Carter's a great guy, and uh, you guys graduated the same year, I believe. Yeah. So uh, a lot of great Weatherford memories, I'm sure, for you. So, okay, well, listen, we're going to get you out of here and let you uh, get out and enjoy your last uh, bit of relief before you report back to Schmitty on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, good luck with all that, buddy. And uh, we'll be rooting for you this season. And uh, we'd like to see OU get back in that conference championship. And uh, we were hoping for a for a Bedlam rematch last year and just, just didn't quite happen. So uh, as long as it's no team from Texas, we'll, we'll be good. Mm. But uh, we'll be rooting for you guys. And we'll be listening to you all season long on 97.3 The Score and KCLIAM.com. He's Ethan Downs, sophomore defensive end for the Oklahoma Sooners, former Weatherford Eagle. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast.